You're listening to the Cinematography Podcast. And now from Hot Rod Cameras in Hollywood, California, here's Ilya Friedman. A fundamental of narrative production is the cheat. Producing a movie or TV show is a dirty business. Anyone who's worked on the technical side of narrative production has learned how to cheat, and probably also how to steal. If you're on set, neither of these terms means the same as when you're off. But I've found what it means on set is pretty much entirely unknown outside of the relatively small production community. Today we're going to talk about cheating. So, what is a cheat? Strictly speaking, when someone talks about a cheat, it's likely in regard to the staging or positioning of an actor for camera. This happens typically when moving from the first shot of a scene, usually a master, into what are usually pieces of a scene called coverage. However, the real business of running an efficient set is to get exactly what you need done in the time allowed to do it. By efficient, I mean using the resources you have available to you. This could be any resource, but by far and away, the number one thing you gain from a cheat is time. When we're talking about cinematography, a cheat is not only the staging of an actor, it could be almost any action taken that prevents the relight or restaging of a scene when moving from one setup to another. Sets and scenes can be cheated. One of the most common cheats is called poor man's process. It's a way of staging a scene so that actors appear to be driving a car, riding a horse, even flying, like Iron Man in a cockpit or hanging from a hang glider. Knowing how and where to cheat is particularly handy when something goes wrong on set. In my previous life as a shooter, I was called on to shoot an episode of a particularly terrible television action series where a helicopter fires a missile. Uh, This was supposed to be a prop helicopter and a prop missile, of course, uh, but when it came time to actually do the shot, the complicated pyrotechnic and zip line failed. So that meant the missile just fell instead of launching. Uh, didn't look like we were going to make the day. I suggested turning the camera on its side and having a grip climb on top of a building and drop the missile. And if the angle was just so, it was going to look like the missile was fired from right to left instead of just falling out of the sky. Uh, good news, it worked. And in the final product, it was only on screen for two seconds, so no one really had any idea anyway. Uh, I love hearing stories from novice and backyard filmmakers about the moment they learn how to get away with a camera cheat. In the very early days of YouTube, I watched a video with some Star Trek fan filmmakers, and their behind-the-scenes went something essentially like this. Instead of building the whole Starship Enterprise bridge, we only built half of it. And then when we had to turn around, we had everyone switch their Federation badges from one side to the other, and then we flipped the images and post. If you didn't understand any of that, don't worry about it. I'm going to take a step backwards. Not only can you cheat the resources required on paper to make a movie, but you can cheat lighting, sets, wardrobe, even actors. Unless you have unlimited resources, you must cheat. If you have unlimited resources, you should cheat. Because cheating can be so effective, productions, particularly lower budget fare, create schedules without the time required to complete everything scheduled for shooting. Let's just call it what it is. uh, Properly. There, I said it. Schedules often don't allow all the time that is required to shoot properly. You're going to have to cheat. If you don't cheat, you don't make your day, which is about the worst thing that can happen in a production. Because if you don't make your day, you go behind on schedule and over budget. Schedule and budget are the two things that truly lower budget productions cannot afford to abuse and still have any hope of of finishing whatever they started. A typical low budget production can employ a handful, dozens, even hundreds of crew. This crew is made up of 
predominantly craftspeople. The name craftspeople describes exactly who these people are. They are a variety of folk who are employed for their expertise in performing a particular craft. Sometimes decisions are made which result in a production beginning without one or more of the required resources to, to get it done. This could be human resources, technological resources, monetary, or time. Failure in one or more of these resources can put the entire production in jeopardy. There's not a single craftsperson who's amassed 10,000 hours of set work without stories of disaster caused by mismanagement of the schedule of resources. Not a single craftsperson I've ever met hasn't been on set where they also had to deliver less than their best performance just to make the day. True craft flies out the window when the first assistant director says so. I know many cinematographers who had to, at one point or another, just get it done, rather than make art. Filmmaking is supposed to be an art, but when the art is thrown out the window in an effort to make the day, only people who can work extremely fast have any chance of sneaking in craft amongst all the rest of the work. Knowing how and when to cheat a shot gives you an edge. Having thousands of hours of expertise cheating will help you work the most convincing cheats into your day. There's real art to being a cinematographer and working with a first-time director who has no real set experience. So when I tell you this now, it's not going to come as a surprise, but perhaps the most tedious thing about being in that situation, about having that relationship with the experienced cinematographer and the first-time director, is explaining how some element of the production can be cheated to save time, money, or other resources. Hearing the word cheat immediately evokes a response in the less experienced that it isn't somehow a bad thing. It's one of the reasons why I think perhaps we need a synonym for this lingo. Perhaps it should be something like gold star or smiley face or merit badge because you've found a way to get a shot quickly in the can and easily and everyone gets to go home early. I feel like I earned a gold star. I mean, come on, who doesn't want a gold star? For Backlight, I'm Ilya Friedman. Next week, we'll try something new. This has been the Cinematography Podcast, presented by Hot Rod Cameras. Find your next camera, lens, or accessory on the web at hotrodcameras.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes and connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>